Hello, this is Sadiq. And this is Christian. And you're listening to episode 11 of Two Shades of Brown. Today we you're start we, off... You're by semi-annual podcast. Sem, semi-annual. Yeah, semi-annual. Uh, we're starting with uh, the gaming news since we last spoke. Uh, first on the docket is the Xbox One S. Christian, you want to you wanna talk about that a little bit? Um, yeah, since since the last episode, which is round E3, the Xbox One X actually shipped, um, and it's it's not not garbage, unlike some other things. <laughs> it's, it's it's a good console. It's a smaller Xbox, new it's smaller, much smaller. The there's no big power break uh, yep. anymore. No um, Connect, but no one cares about Connect. <laughs> uh, but don't buy it because Project Scorpio Scorpio is coming out next year. And the thing is, if you already have an Xbox One, obviously you're probably not going to buy it. But if you don't have one right now, this is like just wait until next year until you get the more wait powerful. Until, like waiting until next like, because uh, Christmas season is coming up, so I, I bet Microsoft is going to move a bunch of these uh, over that over that time period. Yep. Um, and even too, if you want an older one, if you just want to deal with a bigger mm-hmm. box and a power supply, like it's a really good deal to get. Yeah, you can like, probably get it for early. Yeah. Definitely. Just the one thing is, it only comes in that one color, right? It yeah, just comes in the special like, editions come in different colors. Like, there's a Battlefield one that was just announced. Say it comes in like sort of a greenish, like mm-hmm. off gray color. Yeah. But um, the regular one only comes in that eggshell white. Yeah, that white is a bit uh, too white maybe, for my taste. I have the Call of Duty edition for the Xbox One. I got it because it was the only one TB model at that time. Um. So the Xbox One is is it, is it one TB by default, right? Or is it okay? So it starts the three hundred dollar model is five. Well, three hundred dollar American is five hundred gigs. Three fifty mm-hmm. is one terabyte, and the four hundred dollars two terabyte. Okay, so they have a two terabyte SKU now. Uh-huh. Okay, that's good. Or even because, a two, right? You can just plug in external storage. Like I have yeah, a three terabyte. Yeah, the thing is, if, like if you download like big games, like even like Halo is like what seventy gigs. It's a hundred and something now with all yeah, the updates because, to it. Yeah, all the updates. Speaking of uh, Halo updates, there was uh, there was uh, two big updates. There was the Anvil update for Halo Five proper for the Xbox One, which, and and uh, Halo Five for PC. Which uh, <laughs> for some weird reason, Microsoft is really good at optimizing their PC games. Yeah, right? it's, it, it is super smooth. Uh, the only thing that I could say is wrong with it is to have like mouse exploration or something turned on by default so it's really weird so you got to turn off like raw you got to turn it on to mu- raw mu- mouse input so it's not doesn't feel as weird but other than that it's, it's super smooth it runs really well um like the fov could use a bit of a tweak but other than that it's fine um halo 5 forge so there's no matchmaking but you get uh all the maps you get all the maps from Halo 5. You can create custom games, and you can invite people through other channels, I suppose. Uh, I heard that people are using, like, Discord groups to uh, create matches. So it's, like, probably the most PC out of yeah. all PC Halo games. Definitely. The, big, the server browser, right? There's no <laughs> server browser, but um, people are making their way around it. Also because it's free, so there's a big big uh, attraction to that, I guess. It's It's... It's Probably a free shooter that isn't that. Shooter is on, on PC right now, like, to be honest, like, multiplayer shooter-wise. Yeah. All right, so I don't think there's any other Halo or Microsoft news. So. I mean, Record is... Record. Reviews, oh, Record, the reviews, the reviews today, came but... out today. It's not out till tomorrow. 
but it's the first Xbox Play Anywhere title, right? Which is if you buy it on your Xbox, you get it on your PC. Mm-hmm. Like the Quantum Break technically kind of was, but Quantum Break they emailed you a code. But this one is just tied to your Microsoft account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, the general consensus on Recode is that it is a Recore, right? Got Recode, Recode, yeah. <laughs> Recode the website, <laughs> the Fox Media website. Yes, it's now a video game. Um, yeah. but no, but the consensus is that's like just a beat 'em up kind of like holdout from the PS2 era. <laughs> it's like. It gets really. It's like um, imagine like Banjo Kazooie, right? Like those types of three D platformers. It was mm-hmm. about it was more about collecting things than it was about actual platforming. Right. It's just like a little bit too much of that, and the gameplay gets a little too stale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was reading the Polygon review, also the Jim Quisition, the Jim Sterling's review of it. Uh, Polygon gave it a what four or six? Six. six. Um, it got a seven on uh, on from Jim Sterling. So yeah, it's. Uh, it's all right, I guess. It's not. It's not super great. It's depressing though, knowing that's coming from the same studio that brought out Metroid Prime, though. Metroid, Metroid Prime, Prime, also Super Mighty Number no. Nine. Not the same no. studio, right? Well, no, they, they uh, partnered. So Keiji Nafune is only so Concept isn't involved with the game because that's his own studio, right? He's right. just like an overseer, right? Like they partnered okay. with him particularly. That development studio doesn't have mm-hmm. any part. In it. He was like sort of an idea person, right? Um, I was like when I first saw the trailer. I think it was last E3, uh, two E3s ago. Um, it would look interesting. The concept looked interesting. The trailer was uh, like the visual style was pretty nice. The robots had a cute dog in it. Yeah, but otherwise, no. Nah. It's not not that great. It's also but, forty dollars, so it's not a full priced. Uh, so I mean, release. Unlike unlike some other some other AAA releases that disappoint, <laughs> this one isn't. Price $60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's $40, or your regional equivalent. Um, but uh, speaking about Sony exclusives, Sony held an event a couple days ago. Same day as the Apple event, actually. Same day. Actually, they just st- it just started right after the Apple event ended, so perfect yeah. timing. Uh, and they announced, well, first, so, like, for weeks beforehand, there had been a PS4, like, a smaller version of it that literally had been leaked throughout all the UK. I think mm-hmm. some, some like someone probably broke the street date and, like, shipped it before they mm-hmm. should have. Yep. started selling it. Like, it even got reviewed on, like, three websites. Yep. And Sony didn't acknowledge it. Sony's like, this doesn't exist, and it's really weird. So they yeah, actually Sony announced like, it. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not real. It's not real until they say it is. <laughs> like, that's just a 3D, that's like 3D printed, that's a counterfeit 3D printed model. Yeah. It's playing PS4, I don't know, someone might have, I don't know, man. <laughs> Emulators? <laughs> Emulators? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the PS4 Slim is a real thing. It's it's a thinner PS4. Yeah, you've everybody's probably um, thinner. Like, it, it has, it yeah. has a slightly redesigned controller. It's like mm-hmm. it's it's a PS4. Yeah. There's nothing different about it. It also has some networking equipment. Uh, it has five gigahertz Wi-Fi now, uh, which yeah. is, which apparently the PS4 didn't ship with. I I thought it did, but it apparently didn't. Um. Also, uh, the PS4. Also, I think you might have uh, muted yourself. Uh, yeah, the PS4 Pro also also announced. Uh, it looks like a double stacked uh, PS4 with uh, HDR capability and no no higher frame rates for multiplayer games. Uh, yeah. So there's no. Um, so like with the PS4 Pro, mm-hmm. it's like. 
the the thought process right is that like you buy more hardware and then you just get a higher frame rate because that's really I think honestly, it's also also what we care about right like all you really want is like mm-hmm. just like 1080p 60 but then Sony's like well that's gonna mess with multiplayer games so you can only increase the fidelity and you can only do that slightly I think also because uh, they're probably they're releasing the PS4 VR stuff uh, with it uh, mm-hmm. that that's that's probably why they need the higher capabilities. Uh, well, yeah, because PS4 VR games are probably going to run just better on it. Mm-hmm, but definitely, yeah. But they said still, that the PS4 like, VR like will run on the PS4 as it is now, but I think they're saying that the experience will probably be better with the with the new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the HDR capability is going to be rolled out uh, to all of the models as a firmware update, which is cool, I guess. Which is kind of weird, right? Like, how, mm-hmm. like, is there something? I don't know. I find it odd how, like, Sony can do it, but is it, like, fake HDR then on the older I models? don't know. We, we won't be able to tell yeah. until it actually comes out. Yeah. I wonder if Microsoft will just do the same then. Yeah. Just, like, roll it out. Might, uh, well, I think that's all. Sony did Sony announce anything else? I think that was pretty much. No, it, it was just like more PS4 VS stuff. It was the PS4 Slim and just a general like restrictions and all that for the mm. PS4 Pro and the usual Twitter drama because Sony said things wrong. Uh, <laughs> and so, like next we have um, Samsung. Just, Samsung just going to go straight into it. Samsung blowing up their phones. Blowing literally, up. literally, like actually blowing up. Like, not like as I speak, there's a news article about a six year old boy who had a Note 7 explode in his hands. That's just absolutely terrible. That is terrible. Like, um, obviously, uh, this happened uh, over the last week or so. Uh, Samsung issued a recall across all, all locations where they're selling it right now. And this so stopped. that recall policy is horrible because um, there's an Arsenica article that we'll link to in the uh, show notes, which you can find mm-hmm. at twoshadesofbrown.com, mm-hmm. where essentially Samsung hasn't shipped any replacement units yet. Right. So uh, you, bring, you bring your phone to the store and they're like, uh, we can refund it. But it's like, what if I want to exchange it? They're like, uh, you got to go to Samsung for that. And then right. Samsung uh-huh. customer support is like, bring it into your carrier. That's how the program works. But the carriers don't have any models, so they're just mm-hmm. like... Just don't like, turn it on. I, what I'm hearing is uh, carriers are offering um, Galaxy S7 or S7 Edges as uh, replacements or like a Galaxy J series phone as like a temporary replacement. Uh, yeah, with like a credit to your account. Mm-hmm. These like Samsung is they have to ship any new devices because yeah, probably devices they're probably out. still like ramping up production and making sure that they actually aren't horrible yeah. yep. and prone to exploding, right? So it's it's a whole mess, though. It's a mess. Um, Samsung's, I, I think Samsung is doing as as much as it possibly can at this point uh, to get it. They're sending emails. Um, they have a website up. They're planning on having a website with uh, the IMAI search so you can check if your phone is a defective one or not. Yep. Um, probably at some point, the carriers are probably going to blacklist uh, the IMAIs that are uh, faulty. Um, that's probably what they're going to do at some point. Mm-hmm. So if you're planning on buying a Note 7, don't. Like, you probably can't anyway because all carriers are probably like, yeah, we don't have it right now. We're waiting on a new stock. So just like, if you have one, don't turn it on. Yeah, just turn it off. Go go to your carrier store. Just return it. Return don't, it. Don't wait. You don't want your car exploding, your house exploding or whatever. Yeah. Right. And um, 
but but really though, this is what happens when we try and have super big batteries in like small. It's uh, yeah. Small so Fabric hasn't said what the problem is exactly. Um, they've hinted at it. It's a problem in the battery. Yeah. So like, you can try to figure out right. The more you're trying to pack into a smaller battery, especially things like quick charging, like just it's a, somewhere the chemistry so got the, a little the, the, the thing is, people say that the anode anode is touching the lithium, and there's a bad reaction with that. Because lithium is very volatile, as you might, as anybody who's taken chemistry class might know. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's it's not good. Just return it. Don't do it. Don't don't like some people. Like honestly, I see in the comments they're like, "Oh yeah, it's fine." But, yeah, I see some people on YouTube. They're like, yeah. "Yeah, I'll just roll with it for a bit." Mine seems fine, and I'm like, "That's a terrible idea." Yeah, to be honest, at that point, it's on you. Like, if you're not rec- if you if you've heard of the news, if you know that is a recall, and you're still not still not doing it, it's it's. I mean. What can Samsung do at that point? Mm-hmm. Well, the, the thing is, at this point, Samsung's going to have a bit of a PR mess on their hands. Like it's Regardless, right? Because even if they yeah. have a recall program, it's like, hey, mm-hmm. a kid got burned because of the phone. So what, what, what? they really can't do much, but it's still, it's still yeah, it's, it's It's hitting mainstream news. So at this point, it's, uh, it's, even if it's like a small problem that only affects a certain subset of phones. Um, but it, more importantly... More importantly, how are we going to apply the word, the sub, uh, the suffix, right? The yeah, prefixes and suffixes. How are we going to apply the suffix gate to this controversy? Um, is it is it burn gate? gate? Burn gate? I don't burn know. Uh, explode gate? Explode, explode gate? Don't right? Because like right, Apple, we have Ben gate, antenna gate. Like I, 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 I volunteer to uh, propose. I think blow gate was probably the best one because your phone's blowing up. Yeah. So a uh, Samsung's blowgate. Uh, blow <laughs> that sounds next... so bad. Jesus. Okay. Uh, yeah. Blowgate. Yeah, yep. So if you have a Note Seven, um, don't use it. Uh, turn it off. Return yeah. it and uh, buy an iPhone. Honestly. And so this is actually comes at a. That's a, a very good time for yeah. uh, Apple, right? Really. Yeah, Apple could just drop a commercial that says uh, iPhones they don't blow up. Yep. And uh, like it's. So if you return it, I think T-Mobile is offering a full refund. So if you just you just pre-order the uh, iPhone Seven, yep, just get yeah. an iPhone Seven. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Apple, um, we Apple have... had an event this week. Yeah. But at this uh, event, there was a surprise with uh, Nintendo showed up first, which is really weird. Yeah, Shigeru Miyamoto on stage at an Apple event, which is like. Uh, uh, he was like, like how Steve Jobs said that iTunes is a cold glass of water in hell. He was probably there just offering water cups to us. <laughs> right. So the Nintendo um, announced uh, Super Mario Run on iOS. Which is um, probably the safest, safest entry into their, uh, what's it, into like the mobile market? Uh, yes, like, it's, it's a runner, endless runner game. How safe can you get? Like that's like the ultimate safe Bet that you can make on mobile devices. It's, uh, it's at not... the very least, there's no in-app purchases, right? It's free to try, and then mm-hmm. you just like buy it once. Yeah, that's and, uh, interesting. Honestly, too, I'm kind of hopeful that they had charged a higher price for it, just it's because like, they can have like, like, like uh, two ninety nine or like. Well, I'm thinking more like it's Nintendo, right? They could charge ten bucks for a game, and like what? What are people going to do about it, right? 
Because like, yeah, they're still right, gonna buy it. Right now, the app store is kind of a race to the bottom, and it's it's hard. Like the whole entire reason in-app purchases are so common, right, is because no one buys games because games are super cheap, and mm-hmm. you can just offer them for free when you're like, if it's below five dollars, why not shop it for free and have a bunch of like in-app purchases in it? Right. Mm-hmm. But if Nintendo comes around saying like, hey, maybe they start charging like twenty or so dollars for a game, or even like fifteen or ten. Obviously, maybe an endless runner isn't the best way to get started, but yeah. for other games, mm-hmm. they can start inc- like it can generally like change the economy of the app store, which I think yes, is it, pretty it interesting. Like a Zelda game, uh, yeah, or like uh, what, whatever the other franchises are, um, not a runner game because an endless runner, I don't think people are going to pay like upwards of ten dollars for it um, because those are dime a dozen on the, on the app store at this point. Yeah, but don't so, don't. Don't don't like it's a Nintendo's brand has super high value, right? Yeah, it does. That's true. Like I'm saying, even if even with Nintendo's high value, like for just runner game, it's a bit of a bit of a stretch. Well, yeah, I, I, I think like Nintendo the other game, there's Fire Emblem games coming out. It's been confirmed an Animal Crossing game. Yeah, like Nintendo. either of those two games can definitely be charged for higher prices yep. when they come out next year. I mean, Square Enix, I think, does Final Fantasy games for about... Uh, the remakes are like 10 bucks, 10 to $20 mm-hmm. for the remakes of uh, proper Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. But those are... Yeah, Plain those on a touchscreen, not fun. Yeah, the, I would imagine those are designed for like a controller or a mouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Apple event, what else? So that was, the, I think, the second thing that we they mentioned. So we go back a bit and they mentioned the... Uh, no, wait, no, that was the first. It was the it was Is Mario, the and then oh yeah, yeah Mario, was... and then it was everything else after that. Yeah. So after that, they announced the new Apple Watches, which is uh, so like a little a little confusing, right? So the current model is sticking around with the new model, but they're both getting a CPU upgrade. So <laughs> the current model is now going to refer to the Series One Apple Watch, right? And the second and the new model they announced today will be. And now it will be called the Series 2. Sure. And I'm going to refer to the original watch as the Series 0 just because it... Uh, <laughs> series 0. Yeah, just because it makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. So basically, the Series 1, same, has a dual-core CPU. It's a uh, single-core CPU just to make things faster. Series 2 is more interesting. It is waterproof. They have redesigned the speaker. Mm-hmm. And Siri just went off on my phone because Series sounds like Siri for some yep. reason. Uh, the Series 2 has GPS uh, built-in. Yep. A brighter screen from 450 nits to 1,000 mm-hmm. nits mm-hmm. and a uh, slightly bigger case. It's like a millimeter thicker, or, right. which is a little bit noticeable, but at that size, the fact that they managed to get in there and keep the same battery life is cool. The waterproofing technique with the speakers ejecting water is, is, is pretty clever uh, as a thing that they did. Yep, so like the speakers, if there's two speakers, and if it gets filled with water, it will basically just shoot out a frequency from the speakers yeah. that blows the water away, so like yep. probably that's, some bass. That's pretty smart. Uh, it's just using physics to. That's yep. uh, yeah, that's that's actually innovative. Um, <laughs> actually innovative. Actually innovative. And uh, they also announced uh, a Nike. Uh, a Nike watch, which is dope. I don't know about it, you. It looks but nice, yeah, it, but it has uh, like this design with perforated holes in it. <laughs> it's just like the Nike. So like imagine like it's the custom watch faces, which are basically like Nike's Futura font type. If you ever use the Nike Run app, it just looks like it's right out of there. Yep. And then the uh, watch bands look really nice for it. Also, the new watches keep compatibility of existing watch bands because mm-hmm. Apple isn't that crazy. Right. There's probably rides in the streets. If they made <laughs> people have to rebuy all the watch bands. Yep. But yeah. the Nike, also, Nike thing, thing has, a, has, a, has like a custom app, right? It's yeah, only it's exclusive to that version of the watch. 
like how the Hermes watches have the uh, like custom Hermes stuff, which are only exclusive to those versions of the watch. So the Nike thing also is not coming out uh, until later. Yeah, it's coming out in October. Mm-hmm. There's also a thousand dollar ceramic watch, yeah. which actually looks really nice, right? Because so with aluminum, you can just kind of sculpt it so where the screen is flush with the body, mm-hmm. but because of how ceramic wears the material, the screen is bulged a little bit, so yeah. it has. So right now, there's a little bit of a taper with the glass with the mm-hmm. Apple Watch. So it looks like it's kind of, I don't know how to describe it. Like, instead of, like, the screen and body being flushed, it just kind of pops off a little bit, which looks really nice on the ceramic one. Right. But which I want to know, because, like, so the ceramic model isn't going to scratch, because ceramic does not scratch as a material, but I want to mm-hmm. know how brutal it is. Yeah, that's the how, thing. Yeah. How, like, does that crack if it drops? Yeah. If it's not going to scratch if you bump it into something, but how will it crack, right? Because it's ceramic. Mm. Ceramic is a very brittle material compared to aluminum or glass. Right. Yep. But outside of that, we have WatchOS 3, which is shipping tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. And uh, it buy, buy an Apple Watch. If you, if you want a smartwatch and you have an iPhone, get an Apple Watch. The software is nice now. Yeah. Uh, we've spoken about WatchOS 3 beforehand. It is faster. Yeah, but it is, useful. it is overall a much better experience. All the problems that watch the initial WatchOS release had, um, it improves on all of those issues. Yeah, it's a great companion device, but especially the new Series 2. The mm-hmm. fitness tracking stuff is even better. Better, yeah. It's, there's, outside of like, the only reasons I see for someone not to have one, right, is because you just you use your phone for most of it or... Mm-hmm. Or you we have a different fitness device because yeah, they, 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 like a Fitbit. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they're really focusing on uh, the fitness stuff this time around. So, which makes sense because that's how most people use it, right? Mm-hmm. Even for step tracking, it's still, it's still useful. Yeah. Speaking, of, moving on to uh, the next. The next big thing, which is 55 minutes straight, was spent discussing. Right? <laughs> yeah. It is the uh, new iPhones, which are not really. They look look like the old iPhones, but they don't, kind of. It's, it's like, which is weird, right? Because, like, I would have thought, so there's, like, some designs that just don't change, and no one really complains about it, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, like the MacBooks, for example. That's it's the same basically unibody build. No right. one's really complained about the fact that they don't change much. They've been refined, obviously, since the initial mm-hmm. unibody one in 2008, but it's designed to stick around for the better part of a decade, which is weird because Apple didn't, like, use it as a selling point. Actually, they could have came on stage and been like, this is a design you all know and love. It's worked for us. Like, right, phones, these phones right, don't so break. What they're sort of going for is the cameras this time around. Uh, yeah. Both cameras on, this, on the 7 and the 7 Plus uh, come into OIS, which was... Optic of, immobilization, optic, optic image optical image like stabilization. Optical image stabilization, Which is basically, right, if you shake the phone, it keeps the uh, camera stable so you don't get the shaky hand syndrome as much yeah, when you're taking pictures. Yeah, that's actually really good for me because uh, I have a hard time keeping my hand still when taking photos. Yeah, and uh, it's... But, like, so let's start with performance, which is the last thing we talked about, which I think is the most interesting because mm-hmm. basically right now we have Qualcomm and Intel, which are both kind of stagnating on performance. Right. They're more, they're more, what they're really doing nowadays is just shrinking dyes and making it more power efficient while keeping yeah. the same base level of performance and raising it in the low end. The high end has mm-hmm. not changed much for Intel. And with Qualcomm, Qualcomm's just having issues keeping power and heat and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, they've been just, Qualcomm has been having a good couple of years with like right. the 820, the 810, uh, all not doing very well. Mm-hmm. But what Apple's doing is essentially they made it smaller, increased GPU power, increased CPU power by 40% compared to mm-hmm. the 89, 
and reduce the battery power by 40%, or power consumption by 40% clear to VA9, which is outstanding, considering how everyone else is, is um, working right now. Mm-hmm. So the A10 Fusion chip um, has like a one high-speed core. Like how many cores does it have? It has, it has, so it's basically it's using ARM's big little thing, right, which um, mm-hmm. Qualcomm has done, but it's like basically you have, you have uh, two cars, which are regular power fish, like regular cores. So, mm-hmm. but then you have two more, which are super low power and super. Um, they're clocked super low. So yeah. Essentially, right. It's like, say, for example, if you have your phone off and listening to audio, it's not going to be running the audio threat playback threads on those higher cores. It's going to be running it on those on right. low power right. cores. So you're saving power. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, which is so- not new, right? Mm-hmm. Like Arm's been doing it. Or I mean, not ARM, but Qualcomm has been doing it with their Android ones, but has, but right because it's iOS because it's Apple, it's probably going to be supported way better in the mm-hmm. software. The OS, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I'm what I'm interested to see, which they haven't done with, uh, they haven't updated any developer documentation since then. What I want to know is if you can specify which tasks to run onto which cores, right? Probably not. Which is, I mean, it probably are like. That's too low level for Apple to specify allow developers to uh, mess with. Yeah, it'd be just, just, a, just a thing because like um, that sounds like it could be ripe for abuse. So um, oh, absolutely, it could be ripe for abuse. I guess mm-hmm. maybe how they're doing it, right? Because like I can in the first party software, they're definitely like specifying audio threads, uh, yeah. maybe even video playback, right? Mm-hmm. Since most that's hardware accelerated by the GPU nowadays, like that's all being just touched by the uh, low power cores. Yeah, but so I, guess, I think developers can't specify which cores, so they just specify like what they're doing. And... There's probably like a threshold, right? I guess it's mm-hmm. like if we detect you're using this much CPU power like you can we're gonna hop into the higher cores right it probably it's probably like for a developer i guess you could probably just like try and reduce cpu usage around the board to try and mm. get it down to the low power core yeah yeah so we should we'll see it because it's not out yet uh, yeah. developers are probably not uh that there yet quite um uh, back to the cameras though because it, it ties to the processor right because we have um on the seven plus it has two cameras right two cameras yes so there's, it's technically like in a dia, in a good old like camera, right? The lens would actually pop out of yep. the body if you wanted to zoom. Yep. And so what Apple is doing with this is that one camera is a standard um, focal length, and the second one's a wide angle focal length. Right. On it. So there, it's magnified. The image is magnified. They're both still the same sensor. Like, yep. Fine. It's still it's literally two of the same cameras. It's just the lens in front. Had, yeah. are different, so you can switch between 1x and 2x zoom without any degradation in image quality. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go, and what they're doing, um, if you want to do in between, or if you want to go past 2x, is that it's still digital zoom, but they're going to take both, they're going to take two images when you take a photo, one from the regular camera and one from the second camera, and stitch them together to try and help with the quality degradation that occurs when you're, try, when you have, when you're just zooming in uh, with right. software. So also, the, they announced two features. Uh, sorry, one feature that you already mentioned, and the other feature is the uh, bokeh, bokeh effect. A bokeh effect, which is cool. It's like a fake bokeh effect. Uh, it's not a real one. Uh, well, it's all done. Like it's all it ties, done digitally. Yeah, it's all done on software, right? But it ties yeah. back to like the A10 Fusion chip, right? Because mm-hmm. they're it's doing it in real time, which yeah, is cool. They do it in real time, and instead of like, so there's been phones that done it before. The HTC mm-hmm. got Sprint. Evo 4G LCE dual <laughs> camera. That's that that was a phone that had two cameras on it. Yeah, um, it was primarily used for a 3D effect, mm-hmm. but no one used like everyone turned the 3D off. But you could also do fake bokeh with that. There's been yeah. like two other. If Android you have phones. two cameras, yeah, you can. Uh... But the difference is the algorithms used, I suppose, right? Because 
With these ones, it's more like Apple's using a little bit of machine learning to just continuously take photos right. at different. Because you have two cameras, right? So how like how would you do that? Is that you take you you take da- uh, sensor or um, data from the first camera, yeah, and to detect depth, yeah, and then you just have like a algorithm run in the background, yeah. trying to figure out what's in focus, yeah, trying to so you can like detect like faces and like yeah. objects in focus, yeah. So if you detect the face, you're going to blur around the face and around the actual um, person because in the camera app, it's referred to as portrait mode instead of just bokeh effect. Mm -hmm. So I imagine that, right, in a landscape, it's probably going to go a little bit crazy. But Mm -hmm. It's probably probably just for people. Um, Yeah. uh, It's not not coming out tomorrow. Uh, It's coming out in October when the... uh, October, yeah. No, actually, December. It's not October. It's it's before the end of the year. It's going to ship in a software update. Right. But something that's not going to ship in a software update is a headphone jack. Oh, boy. This, so these new iPhones have no headphones. No headphone uh, jacks, right. Because of hashtag courage. Hashtag courage. Okay, can I just talk about that for a bit? Because please, before we please, move on to the actual... Please go on. Please go on. Um, that's a bullshit. That was a bullshit line. Like That was extremely insulting to everybody in the room and everybody else listening. And nobody clapped. Nobody. It was like a dead silence when when uh, who was that on stage? Uh, Phil Schiller. Phil Schiller, uh, on stage, uh, saying courage, and everybody was just like, "You what, mate? Like seriously?" Um, He's referencing a Steve Jobs thing where Steve Jobs like was talking about Flash, yeah. and it, he said it takes any Steve Jobs was at All Things D conference, I believe, where he was mm-hmm. talking about how it takes courage, right? Because yeah. everyone was trying to get Flash mobile devices. But of course, Steve Jobs is a much better uh, presenter. Um, yeah, the line Schiller. delivery was, was was. He felt like he was a bit uh, like he didn't want to say it. Like it wasn't the script, but he didn't want to say it either way. But it was yes. just bad. Like that, that that felt like the least Apple thing in the whole conference. Like mm-hmm. it's not a it's not a good form for Apple at all. They, they got a lot of flack for it from both sides of the aisle. Um, Apple bloggers are just like what. No, um, like you, you can like focus like the headphone jack. Now let's talk about the technical stuff. So the three point five millimeter uh, headphone jack has been around has, for hundred plus years at this point. It was originally used for switchboards, yeah. uh, which is uh, for communications back before we actually had like internet and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been around. It's been around a long time. It's been it's in every device. Like everybody has has the device that has a three point five millimeter yep. headphone jack. But uh, uh, BuzzFeed had a good article. Yes, uh, John, John yeah. Pozolski. I don't. It's I. He did an name, interview. He did a name with uh. He did an interview. God, I can't talk right now. <laughs> he interviewed some Apple executives, and yeah. essentially they said it was three reasons. It was a. Uh, it's just space in a device. Yes. Yeah. Because of the removal of the headphone jack, they got optic optic optical image stabilization. And the taptic engine. Mm-hmm. And they were able to improve the taptic engine. And it made waterproofing the device much easier, which are fair reasons. Which I much would have preferred uh, to, to hear them on stage over the word courage. Yes, if they never mentioned courage, this would have been yeah. a much different conversation. If Schiller was straight up just like, uh, we got a better taptic engine. Yep. We can bring image stabilization to the smaller model, and it makes waterproofing the device easier. Because we yep. can waterproof it without it, but... They had, they had good reasons. Like, they could justify it, like, probably. Yeah, those are all good reasons. Like, they could market it. Probably, and they, but like, and they could be like, we're Apple, and we want shit to be wireless. Wireless, right? Apple. So they're pushing wireless, obviously. Um, yep. So they want uh, Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. They want uh, they they 
released, uh, they announced uh, these new headphones Apple called AirPods. Air, AirPods. AirPods, not AirPods. AirPods. Oh my God, AirPods, that movie from the 90s about the dog who plays basketball. <laughs> have not. you ever seen that movie? No, I have not seen that I have, movie. Oh, this is now the cover art for this episode. Oh First God. time ever, Two Shades of Brown exclusive cover art is going to be a shitty Photoshop of AirPods on AirPods. Oh, God. Oh yeah, my so God. the AirPods, um, they're basically um, the it, old AirPods with the wires. Ear pods. They're AirPods with no wires. No wires. Uh, five-hour battery life. Well, like, so they have five-hour battery life. By themselves, on, yes. By themselves, but the case that they come and charge them within, yep. like, 15 minutes to get five hours again. So you essentially have 24-hour battery life if you, Correct. like, do the math out, out of that mm-hmm. unit. And how they work is interesting. So basically, it's all Bluetooth. Like, it's they would work with Android devices. You can still pair them. There's a button for manual pairing. But yeah. Apple has made their own W1 chip. And how that works, W1 is uh, it's a proprietary chip that works on top of Bluetooth instead of right. replacing it. Yeah, it's like a, it makes it easier. Yeah, it's Bluetooth audio shit. But mm-hmm. it's, it's not, not good. Like, especially multiple devices. Bluetooth audio is fine if you have one device yeah. that you use it on. But like yeah. going from my Mac to my um, phone to my watch with my pair of Beats is absolutely the worst. Yep. You have to like repair them consistently. It's not good. Yeah, it's, it's... With the W1 chip, it essentially, once you hook it up to one device, it will send authentication between iCloud to all of your devices, and it just appears as an audio device that you can start playing from. Mm-hmm. In, uh, yeah, so in they a, essentially have like your... a sort of abstraction layer over Bluetooth, like a proprietary abstraction layer, mm-hmm. uh, sort of making the pairing process uh, easier the first time around when you first get the device. Yep. Uh, and moving between uh, devices is much easier as well. So, yeah, just the pr- proprietary stuff is the magic this talking mm-hmm. about. Also, they they got them one hundred and sixty US dollars, which isn't uh, crazy because it's look, not crazy. Samsung has has the same thing, which is forty dollars more, ships at two hundred dollars. So, like, compared to other headphones in the same market, <laughs> the, the, the price wireless is earbuds, fine. yes, the price is not crazy. But what is like? You still don't don't get these. Like they look cool, I guess. Yeah. They're they're probably better on them. They're probably better Bluetooth headphones that are coming out soon. Um, they're already, or um, Beats are coming out with headphones that are run on W one. And are and, third, uh, have like thirty hours of battery life. So fifty hours for the Beats Studio, or not the yeah. Beats the Beat Solo, like the ones that I have, the mm-hmm. uh, the over the ear cups. Those ones right. I think have fifty hours of battery life. There's one that has like it's like those Jaybirds kind of style headphones, which mm-hmm. are like earbuds, but they're wired, yeah. and then they be at the bottom in like this weird kind of like bar thing that has a battery and all the um, internals in it. Right. Those ones are coming out for only like a hundred dollars, and there's a new pair of Powerbeats, which are like their exercise headphones, which are coming out as well. So like honestly, if you have an iPhone, I would probably buy a pair of Beats over a pair of uh, yes. I or also, I'm, I'm concerned. I mean, about, obviously, yeah. if you want audio quality, don't buy any of these, and just yeah. use the adapter that comes in the box. It ships with nine dollars, mm-hmm. yes. and buy yourself. Um, God, what's the name of them? Those DJ Khaled headphones. The <laughs> no, the B and O. Yeah, B and O. Yeah, um, which I have, and I'm like, uh, I'm going to be using the little adapter that comes in the box. Well, wait a minute. Do they? Um, is the headphone wire in that removable? Yes, it is. So I'm. So you um, could buy. They're probably going to sell like a headphone to Lightning, right? Yep, that you can mm-hmm. plug in the headphone. Probably the BNO will probably sell it. Um, um, I might get one just to make it easier. Um, but yeah, for for now, I'll probably be using the. Uh, Actually, though, 
Will it work? See, this is what I'm. This is what I'm confused about, right? Because I thought Lightning couldn't support annual analog um, conversion, right? Because it, right? Can. Because it, it does. Okay, yes. because I thought like the whole entire point of shipping to Lightning, so switching to Lightning, was that they had phones without the DAC built in, and not use the phone's DAC. No, the phone still has a DAC because it has speakers. It has to have a DAC inside. So, so wait, so Lightning can still pass it. So does it convert it to analog audio then at the Lightning mm-hmm. part, or yes. does the adapter the, do the, When you plug in the adapter, uh, analog switches, uh, so Lightning switches to a special mode where it's only uh, analog audio. All right. Um, so yes, um, it works, because analog, light, the advantage of Lightning is it has more sort of uh, channels for yep. data, so you can transfer more. And Lightning can set power rates, like the whole entire, yes. the idea of using wired headphones with Lightning set over it. Um, three point five millimeter headphone jack is it right? If you have a headphone that has uh, noise cancellation built in, yeah. you don't need batteries; they can just be all powered by the phone. Right. So yeah, I mean, if you have good headphones, at this point you're thinking, um, what the fuck? I uh, mean, the adapters are like nine dollars, though. It's just cheaper. Yes, they are. The, and one Apple comes with phone. the phone, so when you buy yeah. a phone, you have one. Um, probably you're not going to lose them. I'm going to keep them attached to my uh, headphones. And just uh, use them. That the speakers way. are now stereo, though. In the iPhone, yes, the speakers nice. are now stereo, which 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 I'm a fan of because I listen to podcasts using. Uh, and it's stereo speakers. and proper stereo, as in like you know the headset piece where you put your ear to right by the uh, front facing camera. Yeah. That is a full blown speaker, and the like where the headphone jack used to be. There are now that's a full speaker, right? right. So instead of like it being a pair, fake pair of holes. Yeah. Like a microphone or whatever, there's one speaker on one side of the lightning port and another speaker on the other side of the lightning port. So essentially, there's like three speakers, right? But like to get a stereo effect, there's another one that actually has distance from the main speaker. Right. Yeah, so it has stereo speakers now. Um, the the uh, storage storage changed. Uh, storage skews changed. So there's 16 now, gigs is now dead. So it's 64. Uh, 64 is gone. 16 and 64 are gone. So now you have... 32, 128, and uh, 256. Even more importantly, the older devices, the 6S SE, have been updated to no longer have 16 gigs. Yep. So any iPhone you buy, which is new, not refurbished, and the next year is going to not have 16 gigs, which is amazing. And you shouldn't be, don't be dumb like me. Don't buy the base model. Because I have a 16 gig iPhone. It is the worst. Yeah, so uh, I bought the 128, 6 and yeah, I'm gonna get the 128 7 Plus, but the 256 model is just fucking ridiculous. Uh, like, I can see the use for it. Like, if you like cache like all your music, and like if you if you use like lossless audio, but, like if your iPhone 7 Plus is your primary device. entertainment device, yeah. right? Like, you don't have a tablet, and you yeah. just have like a desktop or whatever, and you use that for all your movies and stuff, and you travel a lot. Like, it makes sense for certain use cases. You can, you can archive like all your iTunes shows and TV shows and mm-hmm. everything. Because yeah, so cause like, man, my MacBook has 256 gigs of storage, and I don't even think I use half of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the thing. Yeah, 128 is fine for most people. Like, th- I think 32 is fine for most people, uh-huh. for real. Like, most people who stream, if you yes. stream music and stuff, like, if you use Netflix streaming services, 32 gigs is fine. The only reason yeah. 16 gigs is bad is because just the photos and... Just photos and, like... Apps like, like Twitter you, love to cache mm-hmm. images all the time. Snapchat, I think, or Instagram, I think, cache. Instagram, too. And yeah. the only way, like, to delete the cache is used to be, like, well, it still is. There's this trick, right? Or if you have, like, less storage than a movie in iTunes and you go to buy it, the phone will clear out the cache of every single app. Interesting. Okay. So, like, that's a little hack I use when I'm running low in storage and I'm getting near that anxiety point, right? Yeah. Because, like, only TweetBot is the only app on my phone that lets me manually clear it. 
Right. So I just straight up, I go to like Lord of the Rings, the Twin Towers, the HD extended cut, which is 10 gigs. <laughs> I, I buy it, right? I don't confirm the I don't confirm the purchase. I just press the buy button, yeah. and it'll tell me I have no space, and it'll clear the cache of every single app on my phone. Oh, interesting. That's a nice little trick. Okay, that's, I, that's... it'd be way better if you know in the storage part there's a clear cache button. But you yeah, know, Apple yeah, like that would be. There. But I think Apple doesn't want to expose those. Yeah, uh, you Apple never. That's not Apple style to expose stuff like clearing cache uh, in, mm-hmm. the, in the systems. Yeah. So the. The home button now home button. is no longer a button. It's yes. a, it's a, it's a four strut button, it's a like, a Mac, like a MacBook trackpad. Yeah. If you use any recent trackpad in a MacBook, where like it doesn't click right, it mm-hmm. makes like a little speaker in it that makes a clicking noise and it vibrates when you touch it. Right. That's how the home button is. And from what mm-hmm. reports I've read and heard of, it's basically like the whole bottom of the phone kind of rattles a bit, and like not mm-hmm. a bad way, right? It's still mm-hmm. like. There's like it doesn't it doesn't have a tactile phoenix of a click, but as someone who's used to who's fine with this MacBook trackpad, it doesn't bother me. I don't yeah. think it's a big deal, and it's probably going to make phones less prone to breaking because home buttons. Like how many people do you know right who have the software home button on their phone because yeah. the physical one's broken? Mm-hmm. Like um, like I like I see a lot of people using phones, uh, iPhones, and they're using the software home button because yeah. it it wears it's the physical part, so it wears out after a while. Um, mm-hmm. Have to, yeah, that's a good thing in my opinion. And maybe Samsung next year will get rid of the physical button on their phones. Well. Maybe they get rid of physical buttons all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, one can dream. One one can dream because they're still probably gonna fuck up the order of the Android buttons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, their order is different from everybody else's. So yeah. But so uh, more importantly, though, we have new color options, which I think is probably what people are going to care about. So basically, right, we haven't talked about the design much because it's, it's basically a 6S, same thickness. Your cases aren't going to fit because the camera cutout is bigger. Yep. Mm-hmm. The lens itself is bigger, so you need new cases for it. Um, it. Also, the antenna lines have been moved to the part where the phone curves. It's like, you know, on the back of your iPhone 6S, it's like right below the camera. It's been moved yep. above the camera. Oh, and below the camera. Oh, okay. So... The antenna lines are still there. You can't see them on the black models. On Ooh. the aluminum, or the silver one, I mean, the silver, gold, and rose gold, they're still yeah. visible just because mm-hmm. you can't color them. Like, it's easier to color something dark than it is to color something light. Right. If that makes any sense? Mm-hmm. It makes sense, yep. So you can still kind of see them on the black model. If you yeah, it's not color. a big deal, though. I mean, it's yeah. they're unappreciative even on the current gen models. So yeah. um, jet black is the new... Yeah, which is... Glossy is like a glossy black. It's a glossy black, yes. But it's still it's the grippiest one, which is weird. Like it looks like it, the press shots, it looks like the thing slips out of your hands. But according to everyone who's touched one, yes, it is as grippy as like one of their silicon cases. Mm-hmm. For the and also, but the thing is, it's gonna get even Apple warns you on the page that uh, the jet black is gonna the anodization process means that it's gonna get micro abrasions, which means like, uh, it scratches as much as any other aluminum thing, but you just see it more. Yeah. Because polished aluminum, you can, um, depending on a certain level of polish, right? If yeah. you just have like the general one that, uh, that Apple uses on their Macs and all that, that doesn't mm-hmm. show scratches as much just because mm-hmm. of how it looks. Yeah. Or just because of how um, sanded they've had it. But this mm-hmm. one's been polished. It's so shiny that of course you're just going to see more scratches because yeah. shiny things scratch and fingerprint easier compared yeah. to dull things. Yeah, but but can we talk about the mad black one? Because that is my aesthetic and a half. Like, come on. Like, mad black uh, is the way to go. I mean, I don't know. I, so my color, I'm weird when it comes to my color with my Apple devices, I guess. Because my watch is black. Yeah. Because I think having a black watch makes sense. Yes. And, yeah. and so I have the silver iPhone. Right now I'm using a black case on it, though. So it's black back with a white front, which I really like. 
Mm-hmm. And my MacBook is gold because it is a baller look. Like, I don't know. I just have a gold laptop. Because why the fuck not, right? Yeah. So coming from the space gray, like, I'm looking forward space to it. This is actual black, though. Like, space gray is a lie. Space gray, yeah. It's, it's the closest you can get before. Uh, but at this point, the matte black is... is I'm, I'm liking this return to proper black phones. Um, also, the jet black costs more. Does it? Yep. Actually? It starts at 128. You can't get a 32 gig model to get oh, black. Oh right. So yes. compared to other okay. phones, right? It's more. It costs a little yeah. bit more. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see what they're doing. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think that's all the iPhone news. Yeah. That's uh. Anything else of the event was that they basically they lowered the prices of all the iPads because they're probably getting yeah. updated in uh, February when they usually are. Yeah. Um, outside of that, there's no MacBooks because the word Mac doesn't exist at Apple yep. anymore. Sierra nope. wasn't mentioned at all on stage. Nope. Uh, iOS 10 comes out tomorrow. iOS 10 is really good. You should update to it. The GM's been super stable. I've had no issues with it on my mm-hmm. phone. Watch OS 3, really good. Get a watch if you if you want a Fitness tracker. If you don't want a Fitbit, if you want something, if you want like a a half fashion device and a half actually useful tech accessory. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, don't buy a computer because just don't. No MacBooks have come out yet. Mm-hmm. Surface Surface line isn't going to be updated this year either, so we're all shit out of luck. <laughs> so your only choices are like Lenovo laptops at this point, I think? Yeah, I guess. You can get a yeah. Lenovo laptop. Uh, Dell updated Dell. the thing with Cabby Lake. Yeah. Uh, Cabby Lake is a lie. Those as well. Intel is confusing us with their branding. Um, yeah. I don't know. Is there, I don't think anything else important has happened. No, no, I don't think. Remember, though, when in doubt, courage. Courage, hashtag courage. That's going to be the title of the episode, right? Of course, of course. Yeah. What? I, I need to attach a screenshot of this Google Doc because I picked the <laughs> yes. shittiest font ever. Like, no. the shittiest font ever in a huge, in like, in a huge font size. It just says courage. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the font that you see in a, on a, on greeting cards, but at like size ninety six. Greeting cards and like just uh, some 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 types of people's Tumblr pages. <laughs> yeah, or like MySpace or Live Journal. MySpace uh, and Live Journal. God. Yeah, I'm bringing back the old stuff here, um, and I think so. That's it. So, I I don't know how long we've been going for, but uh, that's that's about it. Uh, you can find us on twoshadesofbrown.com. Uh, Where we uh, post podcasts two times a year. Yep. And you can find me on Twitter at StaticSafe. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Chosefine. Uh, I now have a Tumblr page uh, oh. just because I, I, we're bringing it back. Uh, oh, we're bringing damn. it back to 2011. <laughs> Google Plus is dead. I don't have a Google account anymore, actually. I, 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 yeah, uh, Christian deleted his uh, Google account, which led to some uh, interesting... A reinvitation to everything, but um, <laughs> th- that's fine. Um, so yeah, I don't use Google Plus anymore. I haven't posted there in months at this point. So rip, uh, rest in peace. Yeah, rip all social networks, right? Because the Tumblr is owned by Verizon. Twitter yeah. um, is probably going to blow up on itself. Facebook is disgusting. Yep. Um, Instagram, it's all right. Out of the timeline, yeah. Snapchat w- takes your battery life. So basically, <laughs> IRC, man. Go to EntropyNet yep, on IRC. IRC. There we go. That's it. Yep, join us. Um, with that, goodbye.